isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Welcome back to Happy Class. This is week 31. This is the week in between where classes have ended, finals are all turned in, which feels amazing, and we graduate. Coming up this week, in fact, the day this episode airs on Friday, we will be headed as a family up to Philadelphia to prepare for graduation weekend, which is so exciting. It has lots of fun, different activities. Dave last night asked me if I could give him a schedule of the weekend because there's a lot packed into the three or four days of celebration. And I'm here for all of it. I feel like after this really intense, very overwhelming year of classes, it's really exciting to be able to shake it off a little bit, gather together with friends and classmates, be in the beautiful city of Philadelphia, celebrate on campus at University of Pennsylvania, which is such a cool school, and just like live the moment, feel really proud and soak it all in and just be there for all of it. So Friday, we'll go up on the train and settle into our Airbnb. I have to tell you sort of a wonderful serendipity about housing in Philadelphia this weekend. A, it's graduation for the University of Pennsylvania, along with like two or three other local universities. B, Taylor Swift is in town this weekend. No, I don't have tickets. Yes, I wish I did. All of those things combined, though, equal every hotel, Airbnb, and everything in the city being just absolutely sold out from months ago. 
I originally looked for a hotel room like back in maybe November and I thought, oh, I should just book it now because I we got the dates of graduation and I didn't. And then fast forward to me looking for there are no hotels in the whole city, me looking for an Airbnb. And because of the convergence of graduation and the Taylor Swift concerts, I think she's performing twice. I think she's performing Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday, but she's in town. And I think the Airbnb hosts are all wise to those types of events. So Airbnbs were upwards of like twelve to $1,500 a night nearby the city. That's a little outside of my intended price range. And I thought maybe we're going to have to stay like an hour or two away and just come into the city for the events and then go back out to sleep. And then I, I kept looking like maybe every two or three weeks I kind of popped on. And one day I was looking and realized that there was one Airbnb that was reasonably priced. It, it was still, I mean, like $225 a night, but compared to $1,200, that is a steal. And it looked like, as I looked at the listing, it looked perfect. It will fit our family. It would accommodate five people. And we will be the very first guests. So I think that this Airbnb host had just barely got online and got all of her stuff together to to list her apartment and maybe isn't aware or wasn't aware at the beginning of the price range, you know, sort of sliding scale of prices happening because of the weekend. Maybe she doesn't realize it's graduation and Taylor Swift altogether. I went ahead and booked it. We've had some great communication back and forth. I haven't said like, hey, by the way, everyone else is charging like $2,000. But I also feel like that's totally fine to pay like a normal rate for rooms like I would have if I had booked it earlier. So it ended up just being super serendipitous that we were able to find an Airbnb that's perfect nearby, kind of walking distance. It's in a cute little area of town of Philadelphia. We'll be able to be close to all the things that we need to be at. And it didn't add several thousand dollars to my already very, very large student loan situation. (laughs) The graduation events look like a garden party at Martin Seligman's house in Philadelphia, which will be amazing. That's happening on Saturday, and then some classmates rented karaoke rooms, and so we're going to go karaoke late into the night on Saturday, which just sounds like the perfect way to just shake it all off after this year. Sunday, we have a luncheon with our college, and I think our own, like the MAP program in particular, has a, a tent where we can all gather and have lunch together. We'll do that a couple hours before we need to head in for the actual ceremony, which is the ticketed event on Sunday. This is Mother's Day. It's kind of exciting. It feels fun to be festive both for Mother's Day and for graduation, especially, I think, because I am the one graduating in my family. And so, you know, it feels like it's not pulling against the celebration. It's just adding to it. So Mother's Day luncheon settle in, get the kids all settled. I'm hoping, like, fingers crossed, we get extra tickets for the event. We were only given two, and between my husband and my three children, I need four. I petitioned for more, which was something we were able to do, and I just haven't heard yet if I've gotten more tickets. So fingers crossed I don't have to leave one of my kids or two of my kids sitting outside by themselves, which... I probably wouldn't. Obviously, Dave would probably have to stay out with one of them. And but I don't. I don't know. I'm just like hoping that it all works out because I would really love for my family to be there. This is the walk across the stage ceremony. Later that evening, we are doing a family dinner at a cute restaurant downtown, 
And then we wake up and I get in line for the Big Pen Graduate Parade. Apparently, this is a tradition that's happened for years and years at University of Pennsylvania, where all the graduate students of all types, um, undergrad, graduate, masters, PhDs, everyone, lines up together and we do a parade through campus that finishes walking into the football field, the football stadium where we all sit on the field in the you know lines of chairs and listen to the official commencement. No one's name will be read. There's just a, a list of great speakers. In fact, Adina Menzel is our keynote speaker. There's about five or six other speakers. I think it's a two-hour ceremony. I told Dave, make sure the kids have like a book or a notepad or coloring pages or something because they probably will not be engaged for that long, but I really want to be there. So I'm going to do that whole process and enjoy the commencement. And after that, I think it'll be like two or three in the afternoon, we're going to hop on the train back to Richmond and I will be officially graduated. The funny thing about graduation, and I told you this in one of the other Happy Class episodes, is that we still have summer semester. I have one credit hour, which is one big class. It's a capstone class and requires one big project that's due in the middle of July. So that's why I titled this episode The In-Between, because it feels like such a relief to have my finals turned in and to be done with those and to be excited about graduation. And also, it's not actually over after graduation. I still will have about eight weeks of research and writing and meeting with my capstone advisor. That whole thing is a pretty big deal and a, and a big process that doesn't dampen the excitement of graduation, but definitely uh, reminds me that it's not the end. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's it's better to celebrate graduating and then dig in and do some more work as sort of a pathway into how to use this work in the future moving forward. I told Dave that I'm planning to do about two days a week of intentional classwork, you know, research this summer, and that I'll probably plan myself a weekend or a week away to just really get words on pages. I've, if you've been listening to the podcast for a few years or through the process of my writing my book a couple years ago, I do okay with like day-to-day writing, but if I have one big project to do, I really need that time apart to get it done. That's why I started hosting my creative camps because those days are just weekends set apart for people to be able to get in there and get that work done that isn't as easy to do in fits and starts in their regular life. My capstone project is due the middle of July. So I think a draft is due the beginning of July. The full thing is due the middle of July. And then I have a poster that's due the end of July. I'm really excited to focus on one specific topic and just kind of get in there with it rather than dividing my time among the different classes and different projects that were going on for the last 10 months of class. So it's it's a good in-between. Celebration, feeling some relief. Today, after I finish recording my show, I'm going to go to the garden store and get some compost. I have a bunch of packets of wildflowers that I actually bought in Philadelphia last fall when we were wandering the campus and exploring the city, we went to the, the market and I found these great mixes of part shade, like dappled sunlight wildflowers. So I've got some locations figured out in my yard that I want to toss them down. And 
I thought today to celebrate being finished with class officially and kind of in this in-between before I graduate and get started on research, I'm going to plant some things and scatter some seeds and just feel the sunlight on my face, just enjoy some of the lightness of this in-between phase before I dig back into work and research. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The fun tidbit that I want to leave with you today is some data that I used for one of my finals. We did it in the neuroscience class. I wrote a final about critical thinking and how to use games to build working memory, particularly in kids and teenagers. This works for adults, too. So if you're not familiar with the term working memory, this is our brain's ability to hold bits of information top of mind and manipulate them. So if we're given like a list of numbers and then we're asked to repeat them backwards, not only do we have to remember the numbers that we heard, but we also need to manipulate that information in our minds before outputting the answer. Having a strong and highly functioning working memory enables us to think better, to be able to use information more nimbly and is really good for us overall. And one way, a super easy and fun way that we can build working memory is by using some traditional games. Of course, the first one that's really obvious is the game memory itself, where you lay down cards face down and then you on your turn, turn over two. If you have a match, then you get to play again. If you don't have a match, you don't play again and you move on. But if you're paying attention, you start to see and recognize the patterns of where some of the cards have been flipped over so that if you get that card, you know where the match is. It's a simple game. Most of you listening have probably played it a dozen times or more in your life. And so simple that we might easily write off how beneficial it can be just for stimulating our brains. In addition to memory, there are some other great games that are games you've probably heard of that were recommended by a professor to help stimulate working memory, adaptive skills, and, and critical thinking. And I'm going to list them in the show notes, uh, just in the episode show notes. I'll link them all. A few of them are, are games you've probably heard of. Some of them are not. Some of my favorites were in there, like Quirkle and Set. And then there were some other games that I had never heard of before that I immediately ordered to just add to our arsenal, our toolkit of games that are not only fun for play, and these are games that are meant to be fun for play, they also have the added benefit of being really good for our brain health, stimulating working memory, critical thinking, cognitive abilities, both in ourselves as adults and in our kids. So today's takeaway is to have fun and play a game and maybe help your brain out a little bit while you do it. Look for all of those games linked in the show notes. I'll probably put about six or seven of them. I'm hoping to spend a lot of time playing both this week in between finals and graduation, as well as over the summer as I'm working on my research, having that play and also this great beneficial brain health play will be something that will add to my ability to research and write well rather than take away from it. 
So I invite you to play as well and enjoy the list of games that I share with you today. And happy graduation to me. Next week when I check in with you, I'll be hopefully sharing the beginnings of the outline for my capstone project. I will also, of course, give you a recap of all of the fun graduation events, let you know how it feels to hear my name read and to walk across that stage and to move the tassel from one side of my hat to the other. (laughs) All of these things, it's been a very long time. I graduated with my undergrad 15 years ago. So this is is fun, I'm excited. I can't wait to check in with you again next week. Have a good one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.